This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at Ravinia.org. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. The governor's office stopped construction on Mayor Brandon Johnson's plan to shelter asylum seekers on a former industrial site in Brighton Park on Chicago's southwest side. The Illinois Environmental Protection Agency is now reviewing a nearly 800-page assessment released by the city of Chicago on Friday. It reports mercury and other contaminants are on the site of the encampment. Local environmental advocates like Anthony Moser say it should have been obvious. I think it confirmed a lot of what we expected. It's not a surprise that you pick an industrial lot in the industrial corridor and turns out to have contamination. The state will now determine whether it can approve the land to house up to 2,000 migrants. Chicago officials say ongoing remediation efforts have made the site, quote, safe for temporary residential use. For Chicago public school students, the idea of completing college within four years is mostly a fallacy. A study out today finds that 80 percent of CPS students who graduate from college take more than four years. The research was done by the University of Chicago. Chicago isn't alone in having most students take extra time to complete college, but college completion rates are lower than national averages. Asian males and above-average performers graduate at higher rates, but on average they are taking more than four years. Black males and low performers are least likely to complete college, even within six years. The authors recommend that high schools better prepare students academically for college and offer them more support. They also say colleges should prominently display the four- and six-year completion rates. The deadline has passed for Republican and Democratic candidates to submit nominating petitions to get on the ballot for next March's primary. It will likely be a big year for Democrats, who are expected to retain majorities in Illinois' congressional delegation and the state legislature. All 118 state representative seats are up for grabs, as are 20 state Senate seats. Seven incumbent members of Congress will face a primary challenge March 19th, six of them in the Chicago area. The most crowded race is in the 7th District, which includes downtown Chicago and the West Side. Five candidates there are trying to unseat veteran Congressman Danny Davis, including City Treasurer Melissa Conyers-Irvin. The Chicago Bears have just five regular season games left. While the playoffs are a long shot, this final stretch will help determine the direction of the team next year. Quarterback Justin Fields, head coach Matt Eberflus, and offensive coordinator Luke Getzky are among those on the hot seat. WBEZ sports contributor Cheryl Ray Stout says she expects team president Kevin Warren to play a big role in deciding if any of them come back. He's not tipping his hands. We don't know what he has in mind. I'm sure he's got a plan in his head what he wants to do, but nothing is leaking out. Everything is pretty ironclad quiet right now. The Bears host the division-leading Detroit Lions this Sunday at noon. They hope to avenge their disappointing loss to the Lions last month when they blew a 12-point lead in the final four minutes of the game. Some quick things you should know today. 
abrupt resignation of the CEO in charge of the nonprofit WBEZ, the Chicago Sun-Times, and Vocalo is coming amid questions about an unidentified executive's alleged behavior in the workplace. Matt Moog divulged plans to leave his post at Chicago Public Media next year, saying he wanted to return to his business roots. The day he announced his departure, the labor unions representing WBEZ and the Sun-Times staffers told members they were dropping a request for an outside investigation into hostile work environment allegations. Those were raised against an unidentified Chicago public media executive. Wisconsin and Minnesota wildlife officials captured more than 300 invasive carp last week in the waters of the Mississippi River, near Trempolo, Wisconsin. Most of the fish were silver carp, an invasive species of voracious eaters that outcompete native species of fish for food. It's the largest number of the invasive species of fish ever netted that far north, a troubling sign amid efforts to limit the spread of the invasive fish. Today's weather, we're expecting some snow throughout the day, a high in the low 40s. Tomorrow, same temperatures but partly cloudy skies. If you like listening to The Rundown, then please rate us. It helps other people find the show. I'm Adora Namigadde. Thanks for listening.